Welcome to Fast Fiction. The Carpet Saga. I think we can safely say that Hubby, JC, and I are the original shoppers from hell. Good day, folks. See anything you like? No, we'll think about it. Yes, we'll think about it. I say it with no sense of guilt or embarrassment, for we are of an age that endorsed frugality and careful retail selection. Indeed, I believed in it so much, I did a bachelor degree in consumer affairs and regularly counteracted Ralph Nader's 1970s slogan, You don't need it, but how can you resist it? It's very trendy these days. With... A penny saved is a penny well spent. Life in the slow lane is indeed very slow. And so it was only in 1990 that we ruefully decided that the carpet laid 20 years before, when our house had been built, now needed replacing. There's a board patch there. There's board patches all over. We scoured the limited retail carpet outlets and were horrified to find that any colour was available in plenty, so long as it was pastel. Pastels are very trendy these days. It will show every mark. Yes, it will show every mark. Living in a notorious red dirt area, we wanted something more robust and diligently hunted for a weave of earth colours. Finally, when almost desperate, we found a carpet vaguely right in a store that had a very reputable slogan of the experts in the trade. We duly had the house measured, a quote given, How much? and accepted and told because it was a fairly large order covering ground, mezzanine and top floor, delivery would be approximately six weeks when a new batch was expected from overseas. Of course, we were disappointed, but not unduly surprised, when the six became twelve, then fifteen weeks. We took the time to look for matching drapes and accessories for what would be an expensive outlay. We even painted the walls to enhance the decor. What about that one? No, it's too dark. No, that's too light. Get something in the middle. Eventually, a telephone call confirmed that the carpet was in the country in the warehouse and should be shipped to us and laid the following Monday. The Friday before that... Quick, come and watch the telly! We watched in horrified silence as the television news broadcast showed the entire (coughs) carpet's warehouse go up in flames. The considered work of an arsonist. Needless to say, our carpet had been inside. When the dust literally settled and we were in contact with (coughs) carpets again, we were told that the carpet we had chosen was the last of that batch. We had already paid a sizable deposit, so would we choose again? Déjà vu. Much of what we had done before, we did again, while dispiritly settling on another carpet. I like the other one better. No, that one. That... No, that one! Four months later, with a feature wall repainted to match the new, new colour, I took the day off from work to welcome the tradesmen. There was the inevitable Joe the Boss, 
I'm Davo. Big Davo, his mate, and Chaz the Apprentice. All three cheerfully set to work, and once it was obvious there was little I could do, I left out the required smoko, tea, coffee, and a packet of digestive biscuits. I don't like digestive. And in a state of light-hearted anticipation, popped over the fence for a coffee and chat with our neighbour. An hour or two later, I returned, gratified to see the ground level looking smart, and made my way up to the family room on the mezzanine floor. Shock. Gasp. Horror. What the? The experts in the trade had laid the seams right down the middle of the entire floor. Every tack could be seen, and already frayed edges were pulling at the tension. Keeping my voice at a reasonable level of decibels, I voiced my disappointment and disapproval, to which Joe got the huff and stopped working, and Davo and Chaz promptly followed. Right, I'm off. Me too. A call to the local manager ensured that he would come and visit, which he duly did early next morning. A war of words now began with him sort of agreeing that it was a bad job, but sort of saying it was down now and we had to put up with it. He also sort of added that they stocked a large variety of long corridor rugs that would cover the seam very nicely. You've got to be joking! A long battle of telephone calls and letters to head office ensued, where I employed every ruse known to womanhood. (laughs) Tears, entreaties, litigation and, finally, threats of possible suicide. I'm not sure which one was the winning tactic, but it was finally agreed that the MD of (coughs) Carpets Sydney, Mr Hedge Honcho himself, would come and visit. He turned up a week later and after the briefest look agreed it was a effing balls up and insisted the local franchisee replace the carpet. A month later and the new team entered our portals. Joe, Davo and Chaz had apparently been given the heave-ho. This time we had boss man Al, Gary the Grunt I'm Gary and little Jimmy to tend our needs. Another day off work with furniture moved outside, covered with cloths and the necessary smoko laid out for mid-morning. Have you got any chocolate? Then I was off to a different neighbour for my own morning tea and chat. An hour or so later and I returned. Dare I say it? Can you guess? Yes, I don't believe it. Deja vu once more. Al, Gary and Jimmy had repeated Joe et al's M.O. and laid the carpet exactly the same way. A very crooked and jagged seam was running right down the middle of the house. The bewildered and disbelieving franchisee manager was called and Mr. Head Honcho again flew up from Sydney. Bloody hell! Bossman Al, Gary the Grunt and Jimmy went to stand in the naughty corner with their previous counterparts and we were given a complete refund. My story is almost done. 
First, we decided that our old carpet would get another lease of life if given a good clean, which we did, and it didn't. So we went to a different store, which by now had a reasonable selection of rust-coloured carpets. JC carefully measured up the rooms, did the math against the width of the selected carpet, and drew out a room-by-room plan to scale. That's 11 by 14 against a 12-foot width. That's uh... Bossman Freddo, assistant Dwayne and little Felix came and carefully laid the carpet according to our plan with JC and I virtually overseeing every move. No, not there. Not there. No, there. There. The necessary seams were neatly hidden by furniture at the room's edge. The carpet colour and design was not what we would have chosen originally. But hey, who's complaining? You have been listening to The Carpet Saga, written and dramatised by Brianda Cross, 